Hello everybody, this is TJ Pandora Tear here with the dog at my feet. Hi buddy, buddy's a Labrador Pitbull mix. He's just sprawled out on the floor with his stuffed chipmunk, stuffed like toy chipmunk. And I'm sitting here and I'm wishing you a happy, happy, happy day. We've got full moon coming this whole week. We've got two, not one, but two full moons coming in the month of October this week. So October 1st and October dun, 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 31st on Halloween, a full moon. Who knew? So I'm going to tell you to strap yourselves in and get your broomsticks into an upright position because let me tell you, October is going to be a pretty crazy wild ride. Stick around. kidding there I was every season my mom would throw me her coven circle sisters and whoever else wasn't nailed down to the universalist church out in Long Beach California where they would have what's called woman spirit now woman spirit was like a starting force of goddess worshiping groups and stuff at the time back in the 80s and partial 90s and it was like clockwork for them to have a certain particular big holiday hootenanny every big season. Beltane was a big one. Yule was another one. They were doing honoring to Lucinda, goddess of the lights. And Maybon was a big one for series. So, I mean, they had some fabulous ritual stuff and big old booths. It was like a witch's renaissance fair at the time. And it was during the day, and you wore flowers in your hair. And this was in the 80s, 90s. And I never really noticed it until I was, like, in my late 80s. It was, like, I was about 18, 19. What I hadn't realized was that my mother had been buying these wreaths from these booths there and I'm oblivious as a child I'm like oh there's a pretty star in the center of this wreath thinking nothing of it like it's pretty it's celestial unbeknownst to me that my mom was putting these wreaths out for every holiday season whenever Thanksgiving was around she'd put up a Maybon wreath even though Thanksgiving is in November it should really be in September but that's another story I've talked about many times before so the Yule ones big star in the center of the big wreaths and that she would also have the ones with for selling she'd have bats but yet a still a big pentacle right in the middle of all these wreaths didn't dawn on me and then I started realizing that she had bought me wreaths and my sister wreaths. And what's so funny about this is that I never realized it was a pagan wreath until I was older at like 20, 19, 18. And I was like, oh my gosh, we've been putting up these. That was when I started realizing, oh, we're different than everybody else in the world. Ah, and I then started looking at all the wreath collections. We had a spring, like, Beltane one, Astara, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. That was when the real eye-opening began, you know? I was oblivious. 
and we had a wreath for all occasions, a wreath for every room, a wreath, and I was like, every one of these has a star, and then I noticed the one on my door to my bedroom, there is this big white and holographic wreath with a big old star pentacle right on it, and I'm like, my mom's been warding and protecting me for over two decades, and I'm totally stupid, and had not noticed. Ah. Do those things happen to you? Or is this just me? It must just be me. things I should have picked up on that we came from a pagan household was that we had so many different wreaths in for hair. We had hair wreaths and ribbons and bells. I thought my mom was originally just a hippie. And then like she had like a proud pagan t-shirt she wore all the time and with like a triple goddess on it. And I should have noticed it then, but nope, I didn't. She had a pouch with a star on it, a pentacle, next to her bed. She had crystals next to her bed. When I was young, I really, I went to a Christian high school when I was growing up. And I didn't really think about it. I was like, okay, the cross is kind of grossed me out a little bit. Because like, why are we worshiping a place where someone died on that? I'm just like, "Mm, not feeling that fantasy. But, you know, the star... To me, the pentacle was a star, it was very celestial, and it was always to me the symbol of man, or it was the symbol of the elements plus the spirit. I didn't start really putting two and two together until I was really about in real life. I mean, I knew we were different. I thought we were just a bunch of hippies or or in a communal living. But it really didn't start taking place into my brain until probably the last year of high school, and I was 17. Was like 16, 17-ish. Because I graduated at 17, not 18. And I started noticing some of the cutlery in the kitchen. Even though my mom was not a fan of the kitchen, she did not cook as much as I did later on. But some of the spoons had little symbols drawn in them in Sharpie or wood burned. And like the spa outside, we had a, a, a 12 to 15 person swim spa out there in the backyard. I noticed that there were certain like stars and things like that out on the gazebo. I didn't really figure it out until I was like she was using an aloe vera plant from the backyard she's like oh you've got to cut go pick up that big weird plant thing from the backyard and bring it in here what's that for that's don't worry about it i'll fix everything i again oblivious that's the word of the day everyone oblivious because when you're growing up you're in your own reality like is mtv when i was growing up is like is mtv gonna show anything by prince during the day that was my thing that was my mindset like am i going to a hall and oats concert or am i gonna get to see oingo boingo for halloween this year this is where my my brain went you know but I wasn't thinking about religion, even though people kept trying to shove it down my throat like pablum in high school and even junior high school uh, was Catholic or it was not supposed to be Catholic. It was a Montessori, but it was a Catholic ran by a Catholic. I don't want to get into that, but you know, but it was no longer a Montessori. That's for damn sure. But then 
when I went to high school, it was like pulling teeth to not listen to the rhetoric, but it was a private school. So because my mom wanted me to have a really good education and they were just installing at some of the colleges and high schools near me where I lived. They were just beginning to put metal detectors in. She's like, nope, you're going to a private school. That's all there is to it. And it was a smaller crew, but I went to a Christian high school. Now, my theories on Christ. I think Christ was a groovy dude. I think he went to the Himalayas. I think he knew a lot about meditation and I think he was a great, great guy. But then again, I also believe in the spirit and reincarnation. So I think that's kind of like our same wavelength on that. So did he die and come back from the dead? I think reincarnation, they were trying to talk about reincarnation and people misinterpreted or he was not dead and came back. I don't know about resurrection. I'd like to believe it. That would be kind of cool because the circle of life, rebirth, regeneration, we, you know, Every, every big religion has three things. One, there's a flood. Two, a resurrection story. Three, the end of times. Me, I don't believe much of that. I believe that we just keep going. I know a lot of people are talking about the apocalypse and the plague and, oh, the pandemic and burr, 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 and, oh, he's going to be the last president. And, oh, no. Oh, Notre Dame was right. They should have made it 21 instead of 12 on the Mayan calendar. Oh, please. Really? There's the thing about the world. The world will keep spinning until the sun goes poof. The world will keep turning. The world will keep spinning. The dolphins will still float in the ocean. The land will still be here. Whether or not people are on it, I can't say. You know, I know it's horrible some of the things that are going on in the world right now. I would be an ostrich in the ground with my head in the sand, even though ostriches don't really do that, you know, to think otherwise. But we really need to survive and love the ones that we're with, love our loved ones, be there for those that we can, and also take care of our own buds too. We don't do that enough. I I am a firm believer of self-care and that does not make me shallow. I, I, but anyway, that's enough about my banter of my rant of the day. But yeah, there were little tells I should have noticed. Like there was a pouch sitting on the dashboard of the car. Well, actually it was on hanging off the thing of the car with a bunch of feathers on it and also a pouch with some crystals on it. I should have figured that one out. I should have figured out that there was this one patch on one of the, you know, paragenes that had crystals or like leaves or something in it. I should have figured it out. There was a giant smudge. My aunt had a giant smudge fan and a big abalone shell and a giant chunk of sage in it. I should have figured it out that my mom had cedar box collections all across the front of the living room with all of these boxes, with all of these rocks, with all of these crystals, with all of these knickknacks, with all of these herbs. I should have figured it out. But alas, different coins. She had like drilled holes in different coins and hung them on certain doors. She had a giant grapevine in the main hall that you know, was right in front of the bathroom. She had picked, I should have figured it out when there was a giant Venus statue in one of the bathrooms with seashells and glass and freaking offerings and stuff. I should have figured it out. Again, oblivious.
another thing that my mom did is that she had these giant reindeer bells maybe tell me if you guys let me know if you guys have had this happen to you too on our front door of our house inside we had this huge like band of huge jingle bells for like reindeers and she stuck it on the door all year long and I finally I was like this is a Christmas ornament why are we or Yule ornament forgive me I was like why are we keeping this up all year well that's to make sure that the you know to keep bad things away and I'm like uh what and then she had to just kind of change it up and she's like well that's to make sure that I can hear you when you come in oh okay years later when I have my own condo at one point I put bells on my door and people said, well, why? And then I actually looked it up. I think it was Scott Cunningham that said, if you put bells, it could have been Silver Ravenwolf, either one. If you put bells on your door, it actually keeps negativity away. And I'm like, oh, she knew. I did confront my mother years later when she was in her 50s. And I was like, so you were, you know, when I was staying there, I was like, so you were doing all of this. She's like, uh-huh. So you were a witch. Uh-huh. I'm a witch. Uh-huh. We're witches. Uh-huh. I said, I'm pagan. And, you know, I do kind of follow a Wiccan path. She's like, yeah. She's like, pagan's good. I like pagan. Pagan works. So, I mean, so we had bells on the front door. We had a giant um, horseshoe above the door. You know, she took it to every house that she ever lived in. We had this one horseshoe above the front door. She had a broom. at. The- I should have known. She had a broom by the front door. I'm looking at my room right now and I have a broom next to the front door. And I'm like, oh man, some things don't change. (laughs) And it's just funny now that I look back on it and I see this box that she made for me when I was in my 20s. It had giant sun on it. It's painted this giant sun on it and on the inside's like a moon. I ironically keep that box with all of my portable to go witchcraft woo-woo stuff. And I'm like, oh man. Wow. Sometimes I am a little bit like my mom. Not a lot, but a little. On my altar, I also have this ginormous geode that she used to have in her reading room, huge like amethyst and quartz geode. And that thing has come with me everywhere. What do I do with it? I stick all my jewelry in it at the end of the day so it will clean all the negative energy out. And I stick a selenite tower I have next to my bed. I've got my rings on that just to get rid of the BS throughout the day. I also have an offering bowl with, I think it's got basil in it right now. And I still have some green candles next to it. And I'm just sitting here going, wow, mom was doing this in her bathroom too. She had a rust orange bathroom and she used to use what they used to call Indian clay or Indian earth or earth makeup where it was in a little clay jar. And what I didn't realize is that Every time she'd finish them, she would put dried up roses and stuff. She was hanging dried roses in her bathroom. And I'm like, why are we hanging dried roses in the bathroom? And then it came to mind finally. I'm like, oh, she's doing a thing. So don't be surprised if maybe, just maybe, you got drawn to the craft because of something that your ancestor might have been doing in front of you and you just were to, yes, let's say it together, you and me, oblivious to realize it. 
And I mean, she had sigils. I, they didn't call them sigils. They were just like good luck things on her shoes. In fact, when she had the staples removed from her stomach, when she had a surgery, she had the staples removed. She wrapped them up in a post-it and put her name on it and a little like mark on it and a star. And she handed them to me. And I have kept these suckers ever since. They're in one of my jars for protection. I have some of her ashes for protection. I, you know, and I carry that around my neck and, oh my gosh, looking on my life now, she loved turquoise. My Aunt Diane, oh my God, she had a collection of silver and turquoise, turquoise, that to die for. My Uncle Mike and my Aunt Diane had so much silver and turquoise all over. They toe rings, ear rings, wristbands, fingers. It was a honor and a privilege that the day of my wedding, my sister came to me. Now, for those that don't know, my sister, Domini, is not by blood my sister, but we grew up together in a communal living situation with my uncle and my aunt and my mom. So yes, she is my sister. And I leaned, I've known her since she was born, before she was born. And so yes, she is my sister and that is as close to blood as I can really get. And, and I love her with all my heart and my soul. And my niece is my niece. And my nephews are my nephews. And that's all there is to it. And she became a ward. I have the paperwork. I found it, actually. Uh, that my mom was her ward and her caregiver when my, my uncle and aunt had to go away for something long, long ago, back in the 70s. But anyway, that's another story. But on my wedding day, I had my aunt's turquoise and silver ring that she had given me years ago um, from I think it was from Arizona or like somewhere in Arizona which is ironic because that's where my sister is I think now I'm not sure and or was my last talk to her and what was so funny was that I didn't see anywhere on my sister any of the turquoise jewelry of my Aunt Diane's and I was like and then I remembered that the nurses that had been where my Aunt Diane had passed, unfortunately, ransacked her jewelry. I mean, this woman had thousands of dollars of turquoise jewelry, and there was hardly diddly squat left. And I looked at my sister, and I pulled this off, and I was like, this is for you. This is from your mom. Clunk. I was just... There was so much crying on my wedding day. So many happy tears. It was a beautiful moment. And to actually... I had to be the one to tell my niece that you come from a family of witches, by the way. It was the ultimate Harry Potter moment because when my sister brought her husband and the kids to the wedding, she's like, okay, before we get in the car, there's something I need to tell you. They thought they were just coming to a wedding. No, there's something I need to tell you, my poor sister. And she's like, yeah, we come from a family of crazy. And then I got to be the one to sit my niece down and say, uh, yeah, you come from a family of witches. And what was my niece's reply? I knew it. I knew it. It was like this, whoa, whoa, exorcist. And I was like, what? And cousin Jake was there with me too. And he was like pouring a vodka. He was like pouring and handing me a shot out of his hip flask, like a shot of whiskey or something at the time. Cause I was at the reading room at the Dragon and Rose when I was talking to my, my niece. And I knew it. And I was like, how did you know? She looked at her mom and like, she's backing away, like behind me. I'm like, how did you know what? I knew it. She's like, I always knew there was something 
different about us, but I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. And I'm like, well, let me tell you, you got some news. Let me give you some good news. You come from a family of witches. Congratulations. You're a wizard, Harry. And she busted a gut. She laughed so hard. All Everybody started laughing. It was a funny moment. And then we started drinking. It was great. But yeah, good, good hand fasting, good times, good family. Sometimes we don't know all of our family secrets. And sometimes maybe that's good because maybe we can't handle it when we're growing up. Maybe they just, you know, it is what it is. Maybe if I had been growing up and I knew I was a witch from a family of witches, I would have said something along the lines of, I'm going to give you chicken pox like Impractical Magic. I'm going to give you the plague. I'm going to give you chicken pox. You're going to trip over and get hit in the head with a two by four. You know, I would have been cursing people left and right. And that probably would have gone really bad. (laughs) Your child needs to stop cursing people in the school, Ms. Tear. Yeah, that would have gone over like a lead duck. Um, But no, I didn't do that instead. I just tried to get through. My mom did tell me when I first started high school, she's like, there's going to be people, there's going to be, she gave me the speech. And I'm sure if you are witches and you have kids, maybe you've given the same speech. We'll get to that in a second. So before I started high school, this didn't happen in junior high school, but it happened in high school right before I started school. My mom sat me down and gave me the speech. I'll never forget it because I was right outside of a head shop on Euclid Avenue in Upland, California. I can't remember the name of it. Express West? Maybe that was it. Or uh, Weird Thrift? No, that was in Pomona. Anyway, she gives me the speech in the car and she's like, so you're gonna be starting school on Monday and I'm like yeah and I was like so she's like you're gonna be starting high school and you're gonna be going to a Christian high school I'm like yeah okay it's a lot different than Catholic it's gonna be a Christian high school I was like okay they don't have the dead guy on the cross but you should know that by now I was like yeah she's like they're going to want you to conform Bear in mind, this was between 1984 and 1988. And I was like, yeah. She's like, don't let them. I was like, okay. She's like, they're going to want you to pray with them. And they're going to want you to sing to other deities and gods and, you know, other things. But let me tell you, it's all the same church, just a different pew. I'm like, what? All the gods or God, or universe, they all go to one main source. And sometimes their God really should have an S at the end of it. Goddess. And they won't understand if you say goddess bless or goddess bless you or oh my gods. They won't get it. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I actually was brought up to do that. And before it was popular. And I was like, oh, okay. And she said, so when you're quirky, uh huh, you are going to be different. Yeah. Just tell them that your family is a bunch of artists and just leave it at that. Your mom works. My mom was an appraiser. She's like, I'm an appraiser. Your uncle's a meat cutter. Your aunt's a homemaker. Your, you know, everybody in the circle is just mom's friends. Okay. Do not talk about 
this, 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 and she gave me a list. She's like, because they're going to want to know. They're going to ask questions. And you at this time in your life cannot ask questions. So take everything they teach you, take the parts you like, and throw the rest of it away. And I'm like, okay, what happens if I'm like in a chapel or I'm praying or what have you? And she was like, it's okay to pray to your own deity without them conforming you. You can talk to your own gods in your own head. Oh, okay. That's why I'm very keen and big on the universe. Yes, there's a god. Yes, there's a goddess. But there's also a universe of all of this that kind of watches everything on their smartphone. Maybe it makes sense to you. Maybe it doesn't. Doesn't matter. Matters to me. What I believe, you don't have to believe. Believe what you want. That's why there's a beautiful thing called free will. But anyway, so that's the speech I got from my mom. Is basically keep my mouth shut and my head down. And the art thing worked. Oh, yeah, she has some hippie parents. And oh, yeah, you know, Pan, otherwise known as TJ. TJ's got some weird hippie relatives. And she, you know, who knows? They're artists, whatever. And it worked. It really did. Oh, yeah, I think her mom worked Renaissance Fair or something like that. And I was like, yeah, that's true. That'll work. And that's that. And so it wasn't until the last year of being in a Christian high school where I also had joined the Friday and Saturday night cast for a Rocky Horror Shadow cast group. Well, that went over like a turd in a punch bowl. And then, now, 17 going on 18, sitting there going, I believe I am pagan, and I am pagan, and I'm here my senior year of high school in a Christian high school, wondering why am I here. I was very, very blessed and very, very lucky by the universe that my last year in high school, I slept in for two hours longer than most people because I had library science and a free uh, period. So my senior year was totally awesome because I worked my butt off my sophomore and uh, uh, so, uh, sophomore junior year because I was like partying up, partying lifestyle. I basically got in at like 10, 10.30, like about 45 minutes before lunch on library sciences, came in about 10.30 to school and I'm like, hey, what's up? Then I go to lunch, take my class, go to lunch, which is weird. And then go do lunch, then come back for choir, then go to art class, then go do... I was, I was, I got out of the literature class because I knew how to speak Latin, so go team me. And, um, because I do know that. Not so great, but at the time I was good. And... It was like, okay, so I took theater and choir and I did take another lit, uh, honors lit because I was like, well, if I can't take this lit English and I already passed it, can I take a lit? Oh yeah, take a lit. And I was out at like five. So it was like 10 to five. I was going to school my senior year and I took a theater class and I was like, okay, bye. And that was it. And then I get home like at six and that was my life my last year and then go and party you know 
maybe I shouldn't have partied so much. Maybe I could have gone to college and gotten a degree. But for me at that time, that's exactly what I needed. And it was kind of nice when I got my car. I had a VW microbus actually, but first I had a Granada, a bright purple Granada. And we had, I didn't realize it, but my mom had put like a little sheepskin thing in there and a little pouch with herbs and stuff, little rainbow crocheted pouch with herbs and some runes on it. And I didn't, again, for protection and oblivious. Let's wrap up. What have we learned? I, as a child, was an idiot. (laughs) What's funny now is I'm actually sitting here talking to you, and I am looking at my nightstand, and there's a average-sized crystal circle with a star in the center of it, kind of like a little wreath. And I'm sitting here going, hi, Mom. So even though she's not here here, she's sort of here. But it's kind of hilarious the more I think about it. And I go, wow, she's here. Even though she's not here, she's here. What kind of things do you keep around, like, in your life that you just nonchalantly have as a witch? What are the nonchalant, you don't even think twice about it, like, oh, well, I do this every day. Oh, I have this glass of water that I use and charge with energy every day before I drink it with lemon juice. Or what is your daily ritual? Do you have a hairbrush for beauty in front of your Venus altar in your bathroom? And I had a brush with runes on it for beauty and, and, and love and symbols for, you know, beauty, like the Libra symbol. Do you have like next to your office desk? My mom had this. I should have known then. My mom at her office desk always had a nest full of different gemstones and full of different rocks. And when everybody was talking to her at her desk, she would just pull something out of the nest and hand it to them. And everybody calmed down. Everything would be fine. Everything would be fine. And her desk had like a big old salt lamp before salt lamps were popular. And she burned cranberries, uh, cranberry uh, incense. My uncle and aunt were the big incenseaholics. They loved incense. And again, they smoked a lot of weed too, but hey, whatever. And like my mom though had the crock pots, which she always said was like the cauldrons of the masses, the electric cauldron. I now know that there are other people that now also agree with me on this. Thank you, everybody. That yes, all the crockpot truly is, is just a modern cauldron. Thank you, because my mom was using it every day in every way to have scents come up, dried oranges or lemons or, um, we had a banishing thing she did one time she put radishes in the crock pot almost burnt my nose hairs off I didn't know she was doing something for banishing I was like ah you know not a clue and I was a clue free person actually what sucks is that actually happened to me when I was 32 so again maybe I'm a little clue free is there certain sigils that you keep on your car in your car certain gemstones you keep in your car on your car what are your tells what are your tells? Because I think I've got a lot of them. And as I sit here, I'm in a pair of frayed up, torn up, old-fashioned, 
like bell-bottom short shorts, Daisy, not Daisy Dukes, but I have some torn up denim shorts with a giant pentacle on it and a heart underneath that heart patch is some salt and I think a bay leaf or some cinnamon and underneath the patch on my jeans is I think cinnamon? No, salt. And maybe some cinnamon, I'm not sure. Lavender. That's it. That's the feel. It's a crunchy, crunchy, rolly cylinder feel. Crunchy, crunchy. That's lavender. So I'm sitting here and I smell like lavender too because I use a bag of lavender in my dryer instead of dryer sheets. I use just a bag of lavender and chuck that in the dryer. So what's your tells? You can let me know. You can always hit me up on my website at www.antipanpan.com. Or you can come visit me on Instagram at AntiBanBan. And, you know, come visit. And yes, I am always available for readings. I am always a, veg- a, a vegetable. I'm always a vegetable. No, I'm always available for classes. I teach a ton of classes in the occult. You can visit that on my website. And I do oils. I do herbal concoctions and put things together in spell form. And assorted what nottery <laughs> so yeah just come and visit me and I'll and I do sell merch yes I do have an antipanpan.com t-shirt now if you're really interested come hit me up go to my website at www.antipanpan.com a-u-n-t-i-e-p-a-n-p-a-n.com have a great day and have a great week because we're going to have two full moons in October it's going to be a bumpy ride this October let me tell you we are going to have all shades of crazy but you know what I predict I'm hoping I'm right things will calm down by November 7th that's my goal I'm aiming for it let's hope that's all we got is hope love you guys zen hugs I will see you here next week and I have a live IGTV podcast. Did you call it a podcast? No. It's a live channel feed on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays on IGTV on Instagram. Love ya. Zen hugs. Bye.